Peace, Big James. Man. It's, just, it's just a necessary vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to like, like give give you your flowers and your time real quick. Mm-hmm. There's a few people that need their flowers. You don't have no. I mean, unless you want to play the theme song in the full house and give Bob some love. Nah, man. See, people. I'm I'm at, I, I posted some couple things, but I'm adamant about people respecting that Bob was a fucking comedian. Right. Like I fuck with Full House I'm not saying like You know like we he everybody was, He was a full blown dirt bag In real life Like he wasn't Like y'all think I'm this hokey white man But I I fuck shit up In like, real life Afterwards Honestly And I know you know You could throw in like The little white caveat But inspiring In the sense that You could be a fucking Daytime television dad And tell actual jokes About fucking goats Yep Suck dick for crack You ever <laughs> suck dick for crack That dude was on Fucking full house You can do whatever you want Motherfuckers Is Raising what I'm saying Whole houses Households of little white women Who might have done some crack They look like they were. But they're Fucking bajillionaires Absolutely so, Something Absolutely But yeah I guess we know We can My chocolate Look at this cover My chocolate star man. Like knowing knowing how we think of things today <laughs> and how like certain terminologies have transitioned. Even what we were discussing prior to coming on air, second like chocolate star sounds a little That's a booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> My chocolate star. I've had a few. I mean, you know, look, <laughs> not that many. Everybody think we the new like we just the loudest with it, but everybody think like they didn't start eating ass. With oh, us. absolutely not! Yeah, you know, like booty holes been booty holes for a long time. There was full blown heroin relationships going on during that time. People were doing bowls of coke, like we eat ice in the club when oh, no, we run I, out of bottles. I would, I would say still to this day, which is crazy, because just like when you think about how some of our, um, you know, elders, you know, act and like whatever, like to live through the just like, and we all watch the Charlie Murphy stories. Them shits wasn't jokes at all. Like. That was like no nigga We was like That was life Like yes. Rick James lived How he looked like he lived Like Prince parties Were like these weird Magical unicorn orgies Where you were like In Narnia But there were dicks out It was crazy Like And they weren't rare occasions At all They were weekly Occasions And there was Thousands of clubs Around like, the world That were doing the same Exact thing Every weekend Everybody who was famous Was like that Like Mike Tyson Dead ass Owned a tiger. Yep. Like, think about how many niggas like try to be cool in front of like you know we've watched all the sports magazines and hip hop shits like no word DMX but like Pitbull and shit is cool. That nigga Mike had a tiger for like the whole fucking eighties era was just what the fuck. Yeah, yo, I feel like if like if they're like just out here like living like the fact that they're even like alive to be like oh yeah man like. In the eighties, like how did your body survive, yo? Like, right. So even that, that, they're kind of like, are are we? I want to say giving respect to the dead, mm-hmm. but for for not necessarily our generation, 
because our generation get killed by each other. But say the younger generation, the Juice World's generation mm-hmm. that just be dying from the drugs that they doing. Are they pussy in comparison to this generation that like Let me tell you. they went through drugs and still lived? You in in a certain context, you might have a point, man, because like maybe it's how they drugged too. Because I feel mm-hmm. like you might like you might go on like a fucking coke bender. For like four days But you partying You fucking You drinking You performing It seems like a lot of like Our Or in this generation's artists Will take like Things that put you to like Sleep And you just like Continuously Like there's nothing to balance out Like if I take If I take like a whole tub Of pre-workout My heart's gonna explode But if I take it Work out And then work out again The next day And then Like it's probably not the best thing, right. but it's because I'm working through it. I feel like the old, like they really work through their drugs. Like they I took these drugs to continue to party. Right, ours just be drug and drug. They they were taking coke to like balance them out. Yeah, like I've done some other shit. I took the coke to like normalize me. Oh, maybe that's it's a system to it. Like if you drug. For a purpose, like you drug the party, you drug to balance out, as opposed to ours, be like, you know, you drug to like seems to drown out shit, even though they drowned out shit, but it was like they was moving. I don't know. I think you have to be. I don't know how this became like a maybe like a fucking PSA for fitness. Like if you're fitting drugs, like it it can balance out. I, I've I've come across some in 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 my heyday of being in the gym, super serious. I've come across a few bodybuilders that like yeah, I party in the off season. No, yeah, it's it's we it's kind of a it's a trip how like bodies work. I remember like I was watching it was some Ronnie Coleman documentary. I want to say it might still be on Netflix, and um, it was one of them dudes that was talking about how he really low key tried to like kind of play Ronnie because he was young coming on stage and he was like tried to get him drunk before they. Um, oh yeah, and he was like, yeah, it shit the, like that it's shit like works the, for him. Yeah, he's like the shit fucking dried him out. He was lean as shit, and I was like, that's crazy. Where the gremlin? I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. You somebody trying to get me toasty. Yeah, the night before is what helped me get on stage and win my first lightweight baby. Oh, why'd you do that to your back, Ronnie? Your spine. You know, your spine. Ronnie. Like when you when I initially watched it, it was like damn because you, you all remember Ronnie Coleman's like a fucking. Massive human Yeah it didn't even make sense and But a, then And the police officer Yeah yo And then but then like I remember when I saw that And then they showed the clips And I remember going to YouTube I went back to YouTube To like watch them in full And I was like dog It makes sense Because he was just Casually swat, squatting Like fucking 800 pounds Per fucking leg day And you know like That's you know like Body Everybody's workouts are different But niggas is really spending like Three hours in the fucking gym He's loading up the leg press to its nth degree And a whole human being on top It's like yeah your body's wrecked Absolutely Yeah like and, I feel like muscles nerve. are just holding him together I don't even think his His spine probably was destroyed from jump It, it was one it, His whole spine may have been one or two Pieces like there is no vertebrae There's just two oh, bones you know, Cause he said it's what it's like it's fused Like it's like this you guys can't see this but it's like his whole thing is like, you know, your spine moves how you do the body rolls. <clears throat> Apparently his can't do that. So At it's all. literally like just this straight up thing from neck to fucking ass. Just. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But, you know, it's like that. <laughs> to to get up at like four in the morning to go do all of that. 
damage to yourself that you don't know. Or you, I'm pretty sure he did have an idea of the damage he was doing. But to do all that, I mean, I'll be at four in the morning to do all this damage for a few hours. And then go be the cop that shows up in shorts every yeah. time. Yep. And the cutoff shirt. Like, not mm-hmm. like, I'm Officer Coleman with the shorty shorts and the short sleeve. Like, we have a discrepancy here? No. Nah, dude. Not at all. Nothing is wrong. <laughs> at all. You got it. I respect everything you're doing, officer. You know what? I, I will... I would never even think about yelling at my wife again. I'm just yeah. Like the only the only time I guess I wouldn't be scared is if it was like a chase. Yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm out of here. Like, yeah, I'm not stopping for this nigga. It's just you. Yeah, (laughs) you ain't got no backup yet. But yeah, no, he comes into it and got has me in a confined space. It's just like nah, because it just you got it. Ping ping ping. I guess it's a lot of I don't know. Because then you got to get in like if you like are like kind of aware of how fight fighting works. Oh, I know this. This might could happen. This might could like, because you know you're not gonna bench press these hands. No. Like you can't move. I'm gonna I mean, tag that head, my boy. Bob Sapp has made a career out of getting his ass. Holy out. shit, that is crazy. I know. Like I didn't even. I, I stopped believing. Like that just is the most rigged nigga on earth. I just believe his job was just to take dives. Oh, absolutely. Because it, it was just. I don't doubt that at all. My boy, what? It was terrible dives. Like, he got, I think there was points where I was like, you're not even trying anymore, bro. It's like, oh, shit, it's the third fall. Like, damn, nigga, you didn't even try to, I don't think he connected on that punch. You just fail. Like, what the fuck? My nose. Oh, that's crazy. Seeing Bob Sapp, like, I'm not going to go into it. Because today we're supposed to be discussing, like, respecting black men. So I don't don't want to go it's respect. It's I just, respect. You know, I want you to respect yourself. <laughs> you. Tell him, you know, like Shadow Henderson. I love that fucking movie, man. Respect yourself. <laughs> have you guys? If you guys haven't watched, I don't know how you've lived life and haven't watched fucking Mo Better Blues, but like, man. I mean, we were discussing like there's people that are living life and haven't seen like all of the nerd anime, Marvel geek content, like. There's somebody out there guaranteed that still hasn't finished like Punisher and Daredevil. <laughs> like they're they're, I mean, they're that behind. I mean, that to me is a thing. If you're definitely into the content for sure. If you're not into it, then I guess that's another thing. But like when I think about just like good cinema, like I think like you know like Spike Lee joints are called Spike Lee joints Absolutely. specifically because, not just because, you know, he's black, but, you know, he has a specific style of, sh- like, sp- uh, specific way he shoots things. So I'd be just like, man, if you just like movies, you know, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a fucking cinephile and all that shit. Maybe I am, I don't know. Um, but it's like, yeah, like, I just like how these movies look. You like the, like, you know, you f- for however, you know, even though that nigga, people talk about, you know, he might want to suck your toes. But... Quentin Tarantino get busy with the dialogue in movies. Like, right. you will get some fucking, like, damn, these niggas is talking that talk in this script or whatever. Like, so, set up. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's creepy about it. Like, that's the joke online. Like, I don't know if there's anything wrong. Like, I'm going to do a fair amount of heat. I mean, I'm not, I, but that, I'm just. That's still tolerable because, I mean, isn't, like, part of the joke for our current president, like, him being the fucking creepy nigga from yeah, Charlie's Angels that. Like, isn't he like? Hey, I want footage of whoever listened to that. It did because it's one thing, though. But there's, yo, that's amazing. I'm just, oh. 
we say we call him Sleepy Joe, but doesn't he have a track record of like? No, yeah, I think he's a weird ass nigga. Yeah, like I definitely, I definitely think like hindsight, or not even hindsight. You know, we all knew it going in. It was just one weird creep nigga for like grab him by the pussy, and then like the dude who like is like in the back like rubbing his nipples and like touching him. like that's Joe. Like it's just it's just one set of weird for another. It's, he said the nigga's farmer friend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you know you have like you have like fucking you know Trump who's like just weird, aggressive like insecure like yeah. That's right, it's a big cock, right? Like, I feel like that's his shit. But then you got Joe who's just like, yeah, I want you to, like, you know, fart on my dinner type shit. Like, he just has, like, a weird kink vibe shit or whatever. He should call Pinky. Pinky be farting. She's not the only one. I've, I've, I've come across, it was years ago. But I've come across a few like you know you do a little deep diving for somebody that you may follow on Facebook or Instagram or something. And you like, hey, you that this is long before OnlyFans. It's like, oh, you do you do movies, but you ain't really doing like the flicks. You getting paid to just like fart? Oh no, that's how no, that's how I first found that pinky shit. Like, blew me li- oh fuck yeah, blew me <laughs> blew me away. Yeah, fuck that was like I legit was on a. On a look for pinky material And it was like something something ass And it was like the the picture got me Because it was like oh it was one of those things You know you I'd seen all the produce shit Something and she's at the crib Just busting it open I was like oh this is going to be great I'm going to jack myself to the moon baby Oh yo no yeah I was prepped and ready Going for it Clicked and it was like twerking And shaking dildos over there I was like oh she finna get to it That motherfucker said And it was like <laughs> fucking like a band I was like yo Yo I don't know what to do with my hands now I really didn't Cause I thought they was fu- I thought she was fucking with me And then like she like talked through it So you could tell it was something Somebody was like paid for their like whatever And just uploaded their paid for content Which was right. like you know Good for them Um, a Fucking just Giving it to the community Or a good guy or whatever But it was just Yeah just Continuous farts so yeah, I got like thirty more seconds in, and then had to just start over on my journey of more porn. But I just was like, "Wow, man!" <laughs> it was just and like it it blew me away because it wasn't like it wasn't just like, "Oh yeah, she's farting." It was like legendary farts, yo. It was like, "What did you eat? How did you even?" I think they used like fake sounds, but they just make them like pucker. Wow, just to make it look like something. But then again, we do have old girl that. Selling her farts in a jar on OnlyFans Holy and making fuck, a ton of yo. money. Even though I thought I saw, I think I saw something where she went to the hospital yo, a like, couple weeks ago. America's so weird. Like, yo, we're selling farts in a fucking jar. China made a sun, nigga. Like they just made a fucking star in the backyard that stayed up for about as long as an anime TV show. What the fuck? You can watch an episode of something, which is going to be roughly 22 minutes, and a, a, a man-made sun will be up for that length of time. That was, it was like five times as hot as the sun or some shit like that. Okay, I've got, I know I've gone on this rant before. I'm going to wrap it up because we do have an actual topic. But just like, there was a time when like Einstein was like the guy because he was fucking famous. There was a time when like, you know, 
Fucking motherfuckers like, holy fuck, man, Carl Young's finna fucking have a uh, a lecture. Like, being a fucking genius was the shit. Alan Watts, all of them made money just traveling around the world talking to people for hours. And there was this thing that came out this week that said, like, you know, as a, you know, your studies have shown you're less intelligent for just following up celebrities' asses. And us being a platform that talks about pop culture, but it's just like... To be like, dude, like we know the last thing somebody right now knows Kim Kardashian's like favorite set of like fucking like uh, snacks to eat on Thursday afternoons, and China's building a son. Like, not to try to sound like that guy, but it's like to a certain degree, it's like, come on, bro. Like, we could talk about this. This is not a little concerning and like a little. I mean, I'm not saying you can't enjoy your fucking fans, but like they'd whoop, they'd whoop our ass. Holy yeah, yeah, like a fucking son. Yeah, Their the, children would whoop our ass. America's got the world in a chokehold because of fucking nukes. It's like, all right, whatever, nigga. These America niggas has the world in a chokehold because of all the fucking processed food we're feeding everybody that's getting caught in their throats. Them niggas is making. They're gonna make a superhero, yo. It's gonna be a flying fucking. They told us they had Godzilla. Fucking wild. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they really. And I want y'all to know, but I'm pussying up. We're gonna do it for the man. I'm. A, I'm a citizen of China, bro. Y'all niggas got who <laughs> flying what? Yeah, bro. Sign me up. Me and Uncle Roger. Like I'm gonna be kicking it with bro. Fuck Jackie, y'all. Hi, yeah. If any reason to listen to Marcus Garvey, that would be the reason. Because I, I, I'll say I do get proud. I see how our cousins. Over in the motherland, they they be making something out of nothing, and they do extravagant. Like they're using the brain power that we have because of our melanin. They just don't be having the resources. Them plus the resources, is a which is more rap. amazing, because they don't have the resources, and they still be making amazing things over there. And they want us to come back now, and we just be over here like telling. Hey, look, I'm like I'm here until paying attention to fucking Blueface and his former artist. Um, boy. I'm here until <laughs> I'm here until school wraps up, and then you know this is this is gonna be a remote thing. Y'all can get this Ghana fucking just a dope ass uh, podcast from Ghana, just a dope ass Ghanaian. Yep, <laughs> just a dope ass dual citizenship. <laughs> and, uh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Yes, excuse me. I am single. No children. Masters degree. Oh yeah, I'll change up all this shit. Like y'all code switching to be Americans, you know. Well, like, I am oh, letting you. Know, oh my god! Oh letting my god! You know, right now, I have great quality. I am tall. I am strong. Mm-hmm. I am intelligent. Yeah, I want to shit. I'll, I'll be traveling. If everywhere. your daughter wants to get married, you I can do send the her Senegalese to wrestling. I want to do that shit with them niggas. Just hit with the fucking hand, knock me. Yeah, man, I'm in here. I'm here I'm with here. it. Here, I'm going to all the countries. Send me your daughters if mm. you need her to have a husband. You want her to not get on OnlyFans to make said, American money. Send said, her to me. I think it said, <laughs> send, send me your daughters. I will marry them. All I ask is sitters and she. She will, I will find your daughters and their clothes will be stripped away. <laughs> Rub her body down and be body, clothes will be stripped away. We do it all, folks. We do it all. But in, in, in all jokes aside, since we're talking about going to a different country, one thing that I might, you know, it's kind of on topic, but that comes to mind now. 
are we respected more in other countries? Mm. Like, do we do us as as melanated brown skinned men? Are we respected more, loved more, appreciated more in other countries? I think there's maybe an argument made depending on, I guess, you know, depending on the country and taking certain things into account. Like um, if we're talking about maybe like non-melanated countries and shit like that, like where's the line between, you know, are you fetishizing me, like the shit that's out here? And, you know, the certain brand of nigga that like goes to get um, quote-unquote catered to. Like, you know, she keep her motherfucking mouth shut. She would, Like there's a fucking line between... There's actually a, not even a fucking line. There's like various levels and shades of gray. This like there's speaking your mind and not being a disrespectful, fucking berating, belittling piece of shit. Mm-hmm. There's you know wanting somebody to um, cater to you as far as just stroke your ego and do what you say like a fucking lap dog, and wanting somebody to just treat you with respect. So in that regard, I say like um, I can't I can't speak to the fully because i know like there's there's i've heard even different stories and shit and different scenarios coming out of just the motherland like it's but i don't know some of that feels like you know it sounds like the the sprinkling of americanized shit so they like have the same mindset to escape shit and come over here whatever but if you're over there and running it you know the right way it seems like yeah man black love black man black this black that um See, I don't know But colonialism and shit Is fucked up everybody So it's a lot of it Fucked has. up shit everywhere That's why I, w- yeah. I mostly Wanted to talk about As far as Brown skin countries But If we talked about Like respecting Us Like mm. I know I'm being facetious With the question But I do know <laughs> Believe and understand That there are A percentage I ain't gonna say all There are a percentage Of our lady folk here that love, honor, respect us, and like they actually understand how to validate us and treat us right and affirm us and show us that they they value us. There's a percentage. Mm-hmm. There's another percentage of those that think they do. They think they understand what that means and what that looks like, but they may do it on their terms. Well, I think that kind of gets into, you know, and like, I don't know, sometimes, like, even when I say it out loud, it sounds like making relationships this fucking, like, uh, consistent dissertation every day. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that might just be, you know, shift in mindset, because I do think we look at relationships sometimes as something that has to be, quote-unquote, easy that you don't have to think about. But you do. This is important. This is the person or persons that you choose to be with for, you know, do this life thing together. So you need to consistently put your, your... we think it all the time. You're thinking about what I got to do today. Do I got to shit? Like, when do where I got to eat at? What? I, so you can just kind of put in, am I talking to this person right? Am I treating this person correctly? Am I, you know, feeling fulfilled? Am I, you know, and re- recontextualizing, like, how you do the love thing is kind of back to what you were saying. Like, some people honor, and I don't know that this is even a gender thing, honor what you can do for them. Mm-hmm. Like, love is still... It sounds good and it'll sound like all the memes and all the whatever, but you are basing love and basing relationship off of this man, this woman can do A, B, and C for me. So you don't really love them. You don't really, like, you're not really, like, because it's, I, I stand on the fact that, you know, if you travert, like we've said before, love is a selfless act. So if your whole basis on fucking with this person is what they can do for you, 
what they've done for me. That's just a tool. It's a sexy tool. A tool you can fuck. A tool you can laugh with. A tool you can fucking go eat things with. A tool you can take pictures with. But you're not in into this person. For real to me. I mean, even sticking with that, I'll say not just that you don't love that individual, but you don't truly understand them. Mm-hmm. But here's where I take a little bit of a detour. Normally we do give, I mean, granted, we're cisgendered heterosexual black males, so we date women. So, of course, we're going to talk about our perspective via interacting and experiencing women and, you know, our thought process of it. Mm-hmm. To give them a little bit of a break today. Outside of romantic relationships, just relationships in general for black men, do we have quality relationships that affirm us? Mm. Do black men have the deep connections that they need as human beings? I think in mass, I don't know. Sometimes I think like it's a resounding no. And then sometimes I think it's, you know, how you look at it. Because I, I know that, you know, in my personal experience, just friends from all walks of life, you have, say, your set of boys, mm-hmm. the homies. Now, everybody might not have the verbiage or the fucking wherewithal to be vocal about it. But if you go out and do some shit that might, you know, be on the other side of the law or you just had a bad day in class. Like I've seen and witnessed too many occasions where niggas came to their boys and like, I'm not having a good day Like I'm really In a fucked up spot Shit I'm in a fucked up spot Cause left me Like the joke is always Like take this hand Nigga like drink this shit We gonna drink and fuck these hoes right. But I've seen Far too many conversations Situations This is even as far back As college And I sprinkle some High school in there maybe Where it's like Nah man Have the conversation Like cry Break this fucking thing So I think there can be A conversation where like People may not have the tools or know as best you can because you just are kind of immature. But the space is there. Like, you know, like, I can go to fucking talk to Daryl about some shit because that's just the motherfucker who, whenever it is, whatever, whatever. Now, you can go up and down about, like, whether Daryl just knows what he's talking about. Right. But you can go to that guy and you can feel safe that just simply the safeness of what I'm going to tell this person, I'm going to say to them. And they're not going to judge me. They're not going to call me a piece of shit. Even when they tell me, like, you were fucking wrong, I don't feel like they're shitting on me because I know they're telling me you were fucking wrong from a space of this is a motherfucker who I've done A, B, C, and A, B, C, D, and whatever with. They really care about me, and I really was out of pocket. And I feel like there's a misstep in maybe translating that to a partner because I think that goes into, like, putting a lot of these things and requirements and Mm-hmm. Fucking selfish This is basically A selfish shit On your partner You're not looking It's always looked at You don't necessarily Always look at your friend Always as what They can give to you You look at Man I like fucking Hanging out with you I'm gonna fucking That's you trying to just give I just wanna hang out with them I enjoy their presence I wanna whatever Whatever it Comes to a partner It's like What the fuck have you done For me lately Here's where I'll play Devil's advocate A little bit Satan We give a lot of shit when it comes to relationships because we don't end up getting, like we we end up choosing for us, Mm. black men in mass as a stereotype. We end up choosing the unhealthy relationships with the lady folk. We choose the what have you done for me, ladies, the the women that approach us transactionally. Mm -hmm. 
But we do that because we don't really know how to choose quality relationships. I'll transverse it back, going back to our friends. Do we have the quality, deep connections with our friends that we need to? I would say in mass, no, because we don't know how to choose or even interact or nurture each other within that realm. We know how to be there for my nigga, but we don't know how to have the deep connection and nurture it. But we also, going back a little bit further, we don't know how to choose our friends in that regard and show that type of love and respect to our friends because we don't get it at home as children. That's a bar. We didn't have, like, the way that I always attributed to it, and I I use this, self-disclose, I use this when it comes to dating for me. Whether I'm telling you that I'm judging it or not, I pay attention to how often you text me to ask me how I'm doing. And I've, I've yet to, to, I'll say 95% of the women that I've dated in my life had some form of interaction with. They would rarely ever text me to ask me how I'm doing. When we communicate is because I initiate conversation with them. Now, that's a gender role issue, a societal issue that we have reinforced that does not teach reciprocity. But... That's something for me that I can recognize. It ain't just me. Like, I know it's other men out there that don't. Like, stereotypically, we can joke about the men that'll send a good morning, beautiful text. And even if he's being toxic with it and sending it to 10, 15 different women, it's still the aspect of I do that because I don't get it in return. Yeah. If I knew at least two of these women that text me on a regular basis, I probably wouldn't even care about the other eight because these two are actually going to treat me right check on me affirm me see how i'm doing like we don't know what well, it's like to have quality connections with people because nobody's tried to have quality connections with us that'd be my thing with like just in the dating space or um or just in these conversations about gender and gender roles and shit it's like and it turns into these conversations about men want to be the woman and it's like no it's just like it's a human response to want to be appreciated and be appreciated in a way that i think sometimes people get caught up in like the gender role thing because that is a way that you can show affection and love that doesn't require you to like bend or move. And I think that is something that you should in any relationship, relationship with your fucking mom. At some point, you're going to have a moment that makes you kind of like we say, lean into it. And that's something we're like, OK, this is a growth moment. It, all the bad feelings don't necessarily mean that you're doing this. This is a moment where you need to go, OK, I should have. I could have done this more. I could have called her this time. I could have whatever, whatever. That's just for your fucking mom. Right. So in the realm of relationship, it's like, how long do you want to be? You know, pretty little princess, like that's not a healthy space to be in. It wasn't a healthy space to start in in general, but it's like you can't give effort to show this man, like, yeah, and take the L. Like, he might have been busy. Like, that's the shit that, and that's why I don't be like feeling too bad because I'm like, I live with this just as a dude. Like, that's just, you call her and one day she don't answer, or you fucking have to do all this. I'm like, yeah, that's taxing. Like, I don't, they love to chase. I don't love that shit. I'm, Built myself to be a pretty decent nigga So I just like It undervalues who you are To me sometimes it undervalues who you are Because it's just like You know like You're not better or worse than anybody But you're not any You're not too good for a hello If y'all are in that space If y'all not fucking with each other That's a whole different conversation But if you are in the space of like courting and getting to know Then get to know That's a a two way street It's a mutual thing That makes me think that Gender roles are basically just a way to continue gaslighting men. Honestly, black men. The gender role thing also 
is that not like misogyny? Like, is that not like it was created by Eurocentric patriarchy? Yeah, like if you're like supposed to be like you know I am queen mother of the you know whatever fucking adjective you use to make yourself a bad bitch. That is contradictory. It's not like not duality. Those are, that's a contradiction. Those are two. That's not even yeah. You're contradicting yourself by running a lot of these traditional things because they diminish you in a way. I'm not and I'm not advocating for nobody to fucking just get dog walked. You know shit like that. But it's like nah, man. Like you can, you can fucking shove it up your ass sometimes. Maybe like this shit was wrong. Like right. in 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 end all be all. Like some of these conversations. Like I, like we even posted today on the page. It was just like. They always like fall into these conversations of how somebody like feel well, how I feel and how I feel is this. And it's like and that's also men or women and getting into the space of like, well, your feelings are valid in this conversation. That'll make it right. right. You can feel like men should do this, that and the third because you watch your, you have an emotional connection to watching pop pop move this way. I have an emotional connection to watching my mom but I'm not right in thinking that you need to wash my drawers, baby. Get my motherfucking plate together after you didn't work too. Fuck no, man. Like you had a hard day too, nigga. We finna just figure it out tonight. It's my turn to whatever, whatever. If I feel like that's how you know women's supposed to act because that's how I grew up. Great, my feelings are valid. Understand, and as a partner, you go look, baby. I understand that this is whatever, whatever. Now there's how you feel, and then there's the motherfucking truth. I've nigga, I didn't been on my feet for ten plus hours. No, I'm not finna get in this motherfucker and do none of this shit. And that as a nigga, you supposed to be able to be a fucking rational human being and go, you know what you're right, I was wildin'. And don't do that shit no more. It takes nothing I'm I'm on a super rant now, like cause <laughs> like neuroplasticity is a thing. I'm not even just saying change your mind and behavior. If you practice it and just fucking say it to yourself like I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Your brain literally starts doing brain stuff and connecting it to other. So now it's a habit. It's not even like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Honestly, this has now become a little bit frustrating because what the fuck? You start really thinking about it. Because the shit is like, because I'm no fucking guru. What I am is somebody who has, I'll attribute, I got friends like you. I got friends like, shout out to Joe, way out in fucking Watertown. Like, just friends who, like, if you have these conversations, it's like, hey, I looked this up. I don't know what even the fuck this is, but we can both read it and then like whatever. And I re- it was shit that I remember even back when we was working at fucking um, Hathaway or whatever. It was like, I might read it this month and I got 20%. I'm going to come back and listen to this lecture just through life and through other things. And oh shit, man, I understand like 55% of this shit now and it affects me better and whatever, whatever. I don't understand the problem, guys. Revisiting something, growth, consistency. But understanding, I think, what growth and consistency and changes, because I think people think growth is like, I'm just better and greater. No, <laughs> nigga, growth means that you, if I'm using like working out, like I want my bicep, my bicep is now fucking 18 inches. For it to get to 22, that bitch hurt. Yes. I did a lot of hurt to get from 18 inches to 22 inch arms or whatever. In time. Yes. And I consistently came back and did the same fucking thing. Oh, I didn't go, oh, okay, I did it twice. I get it. No, I don't get it. I came back and did this same workout, and I did little tweaks, little adjustments. But that's for growth. We don't. We also don't pay attention to how there's the reciprocal of that, doing the same thing over and over on a regular basis that causes atrophy. We start losing stuff. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about for black men, the ability to emote, the ability to feel secure, the ability to feel validated and supported and have deeper connections with people. 
do we look at our lifetime of going through certain things and realizing I haven't had this so much to, yeah, I don't know how to do it now. Being accountable to us, going back to our friends. How many of us can count on two hands how often our own homeboys are, hey, man, how you doing over there? Like, I just really want to check in and see how you're doing. Or even the aspect of, you said, just because you you have a certain feeling. Your feeling is valid, but that doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. For us, how many of the unhealthy misogynist or, you know, toxic masculinity traits do we hold on to that we feel is real man shit, but it's unhealthy for us. It's not right. I think I believe I told you the conversation I had with a couple of my close homeboys a few weeks ago of them like talking about the post of the, the, the ex-husband giving the new husband a pair of shoes oh, and yeah. expressing appreciation for him. And my homeboys was like, oh, I never do no shit like that. That shit's soft. And I'm like, I love y'all, but <laughs> come on, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand it, but it's those type of mindsets. Like, that's how we feel. We feel like that ain't man shit. That ain't what real niggas is supposed to do. But we're wrong because you wouldn't do that for your homeboy or you wouldn't do that for another man that's in that scenario. He's taking care of your children when you're not around. He don't cover you no drama. He don't give you no beef. He don't disrespect your children or treat them wrong. He takes care of them like they are his own. And he allows you to continue to co-parent and be a father. Mm -hmm. And buying some Jordans for him is soft. I think that comes in, you know, sprinkling the sprinkling the field here now, the craft and all that. Um, that kind of goes back to that, like the favorite line of understanding the why, because like I said before, like it's how you feel, which is valid, and is it correct? Probably not. And then there is the truth, the cold hard facts of you and this woman are not together. Right. When you are not together, she has found somebody that is her right to go find love, to go find another whatever. She found somebody that is a good male fucking role model. Not that you're not around, not that you're not in your child's life, but y'all don't live together. So when she's in a, he's in a space where he's with his mother, he now has another good male role model to look at. As a fucking parent, as a father, you go, well, nigga, it takes a village because you got shit from... You as a fucking human being, sir, everything that is you in you as a man, didn't you didn't get from your dad. You got parts from this, parts from that, parts from this. And on some, you know, little therapy shit, let's start asking why, my friend. Why is that some fucking bitch shit? And we're probably, you know, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark that you roll it back. It's a little bit of insecurity. It's a little bit of the fact that you don't want to, you know, have a motherfucker uh, teach your son how to shoot the shot right. when that was your shot. Well, then you just be around. Not even that. Your daddy didn't teach you. Your daddy didn't show you that type of love. Because one thing I can reference back to that video, he had his children sitting in the room when he did it. Mm-hmm. Them being able to see two grown-ass men that are not related and not super homeboys like that. That This is my partner that I grew up with. This is another man expressing appreciation to another man, expressing vulnerability, giving him affirmation, giving him praise, giving him support, giving him respect nurturing the relationship the connection that we have together being able to be vulnerable enough to show how important that is these boys get to see that so now they get to see that oh this is something that we need to do 
because not only is my daddy doing it, but my stepdaddy is doing it and being appreciated for it. And we are the benefit factors of it. And I'm pretty sure they get to see it on a regular basis. So they are going to choose friends that do the same. They're going to choose women that do the same. If we think about that type of example for us as black men, I can say for myself, Granted, my father wasn't in the house, and that's the reason why I didn't see it often, but I didn't see that often. When I was around my dad, he would show some vulnerability and show emotion. My dad's mm. a relatively emotional dude. But I see you a couple times a year, my G. Other than that, I'm a latchkey kid. I'm raising myself. I don't see that often. The only family that I had that I created at that time were the same niggas that I'm telling you now. That shit's soft. So I grew up... <laughs> Being the, I grew up being the more emotional one out of the group. And I felt like that wasn't what a dude was supposed to do, especially because some of my homeboys is gangbangers, so I'm really not supposed to even show that shit, even though I'm not the one that's banging. So I became the quiet one and internalized emotions, which means I didn't learn how to formulate and nurture proper connections. Now, that's a personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. I've had a conversation with that with my, with a close friend about that like i don't have close connections to anybody i'm full-blown e40 go to any hood in the world and fit right in i can fit in anywhere but i'm not connected to anybody deeply why because i can look at my own path and see how i haven't had deep connections and i'm like oh maybe that's me and the more i think about it especially as i get older like no that's black men in general we don't grow up having in mass mm-hmm. deep connections from our parents on up i can look at clients male and female don't have deep connections with parents didn't get nurtured and affirmed properly from your parents then it leads to your friends then it leads to your relationship hold on this is an issue with us in our community we know how to kick it we know how to i fuck with that nigga that's my boy but we don't know how to nurture deep connections because we've never understood what it felt like. And that bothers me. That's a good point. How to adjust said deep connections. Cause I, now as you, as you speak about it, I've thought about say just interactions with my own pops. Like even like my parents are divorced. Me and my dad have had like years of like not cool. Right. Like, disconnect reconnect and part of it was you know me having like a uh i guess like an epiphany is a good like word like in college it was um you know we had, there was like this big conversation happened but long and short of it was i had heard other people talk about their dads and everybody had like a bad story so i was walking around thinking i was like fucking like the only person who like was like fucking into it with their dad and i was like okay if everybody else got a bad story then stop being pussy which kind of in part was his teachings of it's like if you have an issue you know you don't fucking buckle so i'm like okay let me try to recontextualize this in my own way and be like all right let me fucking try to figure it out with you and that took us years to get to like a better spot but I do think that I guess that might have had like effect uh, effects on having, you know, connections because I am somebody who is like very nice, very kind. But I'm always like prepared and aware of like, oh, you could be on some bullshit. Right. So I guess, yeah, I guess being self-aware sounds like the easy go to. But I feel like I guess there has to be like more understanding of people like are kind of ushering them into like 
be really aware and in tune with yourself. Like all the things you did, all the things you just said is you just taking time to think about, damn, this shit happened. Who's the constant? I'm the constant. Just thinking about anything from the perspective of what did you do to attribute yourself to this? That doesn't even mean like you're always taking blame or taking like you're a shit person. It's just like, well, if I can adjust my part of it and what if my part is fucking 90 percent, I could flip this whole shit in a day. Right. And even if it's 10 percent, I could at least adjust it positively. I don't know. Like, I think I mean, I, I understand that that is important. But going back developmentally for for us, we understand formative years. Birth to seven, birth to 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Those are your formative years. For us, stereotypically, as black males, who's teaching us the value of self, let alone how to sit with self, analyze self, and understand self from zero to 10? I don't even know how that... I, I mean, generationally, I don't even think that's a thing. I think we might be one of the first generations to teach that as an actual fucking practice because, you know, zero to 10, you know, you got to think like our, our fucking parents and he are still in an age of like their generation was, you went to a shrink, you was fucking crazy. Right. So the, these stats that you can just like that, just right. Like that's common knowledge to obviously us, but it's common knowledge. You might say that shit out in the street and people go, oh, yeah, I heard that. I knew that. Cause they're actively interested in like, Adjusting their mindsets And we're all trying to play catch up In our fucking 30s Right So The person who People obviously Who should be responsible Should be obviously like Our parents Or whatever Like when Who bring the kids in the world But now it's just on us We have to adjust us And if you out here like Obviously Everybody wants to You know Well not everybody wants to But a good portion Want to procreate You have to be that one to go Definitely stop that shit of And I'm not somebody who's like Anti-ass whooping or any of that type of shit But just a simple idea that Okay just cause this was done to me And I feel like this is what's supposed to be Again my feelings are valid But I might not be right This shit might not have been what was really popping It might right. not have helped me like I thought it did That That's the importance Of me bringing that up Is not just to highlight it Cause it needs to be highlighted But also to put the, the emphasis on For our generation how important it is Cause we're teaching even older generations There's some of us in our age group That have great grandparents That never finished high school mm-hmm. Barely knew how to read Why? Cause I had to get out there and work So emotional intelligence is not something That was taught in our home We're just now starting to figure out How we missed out on it Our parents kinda got a little bit Of a tiny sprinkle of it But they may have gotten it too late So it's really on us to start teaching it Which goes into Kenny's comment Which I can appreciate Kenny's comment Of saying like So I'll read it verbatim Damn this episode hit me hard I'm learning how to be more emotionally open Now that my nephew is here The importance of our generation Teaching that to younger generations Kenny I can resonate with that Because it's kind of the same for me I've always been the residential therapist in my family But something about my sister Having my nephew years ago uh, uh, Whoa What is this (laughs) The fucking The Grinch heart grew three sizes that day Like I am responsible and let alone because she named the nigga after me. Now I really feel like I am responsible for teaching you. And that this conversation kind of triggered me because like during the holidays, I call and check up on him. You know, I don't really do the Christmas thing, but I was exposing him. Now, granted, he's only five, so he ain't going to super get it. But I'm exposing him to Kwanzaa. Mm. 
I'm the only one talking to him about Kwanzaa and talking to him about his blackness. And he's like, well, Uncle, I'm not black. And I'm like, who the fuck is teaching him? I got triggered. I have to remember he's a five-year-old and I have to remember who my sister is. And I'm like, but you also should be learning from my dad. Now, I can understand my dad is probably playing damage control with so much other shit that he's forgetting to do what he did for me, which is giving him the Malcolm X books and movies and posters and stuff like that that I got when I stayed with my dad and went out with Vrizzit. He may not be entirely getting that experience 100% because there's other shit within the family that needs to be taken care of. But the importance of, hold on, this look like, granted, my nephew is... He, clear skin boy <laughs> like he, he that, that boy got his grandmama jeans he he, he he just he barely beige god damn it but i even more important i need you to understand from a young age your blackness because you're gonna need to learn a lot that comes with it but i also need you to understand how to express emotion kenny firing off he is as he should I didn't have a father, and neither did my sister, but I raised her, and my nephew is trippy. My sister named her son after me, too, Isaiah Kenneth Jones, seven months. That is a, that is definitely an honor, and I stand with you in understanding how important that is and how much weight that can actually put on you. I will say this, can you think about how many deep connections you have in your life like how many deep connections and deep relationships do you have in your life and how do you receive affirmation and love and support in your relationships now if you want to disclose that you don't have to but you know since you're engaging i figured i'd ask because that's something that we all need to look at and I'll, you know, I'll challenge, like, even just you and me, but challenging black men in general, we have mm-hmm. to do a better job of supporting one another and having these conversations because we have generations to teach now, let alone the ones that are going to come after us that we have to teach them as well. And for black men, I don't want to see any more generations of black men not understanding their worth because they've never been affirmed. That, I guess, would be my question of how do we get more into the nurturing space? I know, like, I guess I'm taking, like, um, not taking for granted, but, like, this dynamic is, I guess, not necessarily the usual. Mm-hmm. We talk, even outside of the show, like, on a daily basis about a lot of shit, you know, things that a regular conversation turns into a check-in and things like that. But I guess how to make that more normalized in general because... You know, I think about, I got a lot of people who like, you know, I got bros, I got homies that I care about, but there isn't always these check-ins unless something like big happens. We have like the group chat and something big, like there will be a, you know, oh, hey, y'all, like I'm having a kid or hey, y'all, you know, check in on me, you mm-hmm. know, my my auntie's sick or some shit. But it's like, you're like, damn, man, like you had those conversations or had those fucking text moments and it's like, damn, like I didn't. Prior to this, like, it's been six, seven months and ain't been shit happening. Like, right. you know, and these are, you know, and I think about it like these are people who, like, I woke up, brushed my teeth and was, like, in attached to some motherfucker's fucking left shoulder all day. Right. Like, nothing happened left or right without it. So I, I can look at my friend group and say that we're just now starting, starting to do that in our 30s, mm-hmm. which I'll take the in the improvement and the betterment 
whenever it comes. I don't want to say it's too late because it's better than never at all. But we're starting to in our 30s. I can think of how many dudes like you kick it with these niggas multiple times a week and we can go out and really we can really drink. We can really hit the streets. We can really thug it out. We can really do all this different shit. But you still don't look at that man and say, hey, man, how are you really doing? And then we complain to each other about this no good bitch that just does. She don't know how to do this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. But she's doing the same thing that your homeboys is doing. The only difference is your homeboy will pass you a shot of Hennessy and go grab a burger with you or get up on some hoes. And as opposed to like, hey, let's really connect. That's, I mean, that to me is where like, you know, because not to always just make it, it's not about like, it's not about shitting on relationships, but it is a, a thought of like, if we're having that much struggle, because that's my first thought, if we're having that much struggle, just, you know, and unbeknownst to just, you know, we'll go over our heads just with our interactions with our ourselves, our brothers, our fucking friends or whatever. And it's like the intricacies, there's another level of intricacy and, and, and depth and shit that gets into this to the romantic space. And it's like, as we've said before, Relationships are kind of what you build a nation, what you build a community, just what you build your fucking own self on. If you are just you and this person going to have some fucking people who just like to shit and piss on themselves, you just do that for, like, that level of connection requires consistent, like, questioning and recontextualizing and redoing this. And I don't know, man, I'm not saying that to be, like, uh, discouraging. It's just a lot and something that I feel like people need to pay attention to, like, how you... Just basically, it's more so to say, like, how we've all been doing it does not make it correct. It just means that's the habit you form, which is fine up until this point. But if you have the fucking wherewithal to question yourself, like, shit, even if it's nothing quote-unquote wrong, it's like, you know, I've been rocking this motherfucking thought process for 15 years. Shit, you clear out your fucking house or your car every fucking couple months. You can clear out your fucking brain. Right. Like that's basically in my mind. Like yeah, just and if there's nothing to change, cool. But give it the thought, the serious thought. Like there's something in here that stink. Let me fucking find it. And if you don't find it, cool. But if you do, motherfucker, then that's your. Then you might. Oh shit, there's one thing. It's fourteen fucking stinky motherfucking things in this bitch. And I've been living with this shit in my brain and putting this off on other people for thirty five years now. You thirty. You thirty. You're thirty six. Right. You're 36 But even with that The the unfortunate aspect of that Is there's two scenarios that happen We sit in this funky Stinky room This shitty situation So long that we become nose blind And don't realize that there's funk In the room Or When the funk hits the fans Chitlins, grits, and ham. But I've I've been in this situation so long that to escape this room that smells like mounds of shit, I escape <laughs> to something that is mounds of garbage. Mounds of shit is amazing. Mounds. Mounds of shit. My escape from this terrible thing is something as equally as terrible, but I don't recognize it because I don't know better or differently. My feelings are valid, but that doesn't mean that I'm right in my decision because I don't know better anyway. So we definitely have to check ourselves on multiple levels, not just the men folk. I know I'm kind of targeted towards black men in general, but lady folk, y'all got to do the same thing too. Your feelings may be right, but that, you know, 
They may be valid, but that doesn't mean you're right. It doesn't mean how we approach things are right. It doesn't mean that we actually understand how to deep have deeper quality connections. And we need to start checking that shit because we are the ones that suffer as a community. And well, y'all can suffer on your own because I have already told you I will be going back to find this another. Hey, this is another one on the list that could possibly happen, man. It's a lot of it's. It's like fucking what ninety percent black in Brazil. Oh, absolutely! I learned some Portuguese tomorrow, bro. Then there's a reason why they are the second largest continent on this planet, and they're right next to to the motherland, which is the number one. All they did was get kind of colonized by some different people, but they are cousins. That's really everybody's story, bro. Like they got some Portuguese speaking niggas, we got some fucking English speaking niggas. That's my little last little sprinkle, man. We got a lot of these weird separations amongst ourselves that are stupid. Absolutely, you're geographically different. I'm just saying that like, we should all be bonding and shit. We'll see you guys on Saturday or whatever. Okay, bye. <laughs> Um clima tra-